Bronzies. <laughs> hello, hello. Hope you're all doing absolutely wonderful. We certainly are on this end. We're doing marvelously. It's a nice snowy day, and we're just relaxing here. We're the Beanie Brigade. We're all super comfy cozy as we talk to you about metal music. So, uh, yeah. So on this side of the table, you've got Zach here. Same as always, across the way from me. Got Dougie Fresh. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> here here in body, we'll see if in spirit. And we're also <laughs> stoked to have our producer on with us, Mr. Hey, Kyle Green. darling. <laughs> I smell pennies. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to turn that into a crab core song. <laughs> we I smell pennies. Turn, dun See the one where they're all buried in the ground? Oh, yeah, like, you showed me that one. Like, be careful, you'll wake the others. And they're like, That was like the best video I've ever seen. Oh, that was pretty great. Man, just, was that like from the golden age of, of like crazy, creepy YouTube video times? No, that was pretty recent. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There's just a lot of gold from back in the day where it's like, what the fuck? Like when YouTube didn't have like the format that it does today. Oh, right. It was just random shit. Just people like, posting up. Yeah. You just have a random ass idea and you just throw it on. <laughs> Back to the days of salad fingers and grubby taps. And, uh, and Charlie the unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. All the classics. Dog of man. Yeah. Uh, Char- face man. Hey, anything David Firth does. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of gold. Good, good times, man. Now it's also structured. Now you can make a living off of it. Back then it was just, I, I got some free time. Right. <laughs> Too much free time, I think, is what it was. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's kind of nice that it was so low stakes, though. It was just like, I don't know, like just having fun instead of being like, all right, how can we like make a big thing out of this? Or right. So, yeah. Did you watch Salad Fingers? Oh, yeah. Salad yeah. Fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Hubert Cumberdale. Fancy seeing you here. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when the red water comes out. Yeah. Everybody, everybody hated that shit, but I was like, I love this shit. Uh, I, yeah, I was all about it. It was yeah. just so out there and weird, yeah. It's very weird. What's the matter, Mr. Fingers? Don't you like my mouth words? It's peak art, dude. I don't care. It's, it's, it doesn't get better than that. It's the pinnacle yeah. of excellence. It's just been a steady decline ever since then. So, yeah. And here we are. 2022. No more salad figures. Or at least no new salad figures, but... Yeah, but uh, when was the most recent one? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, they even went for that long. Nineteen. Yeah, they they yeah I think yeah he had like a ten year up. gap between the last two episodes. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then I think probably just like, got bored and made another one. And that that final episode was the most fucked up one. <laughs> they were like they tied it all together though, dude. Like, it, yeah, like, it dude, tied the whole story together. He's probably just it probably took him that long to figure out how to like make the whole thing make sense. To yeah. other people. Imagine working on that for 10 years. <laughs> oh, Jesus, God. Man. Brutal. A, a hero. An absolute hero. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out my boy, David Firth. <laughs> Get him on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's dive into that brain, sir. Right yeah. Now. Open it up. Set it on a table. It's like when George Costanza like, tells Jerry his full thing and then he scares him straight. <laughs> It'd be like the same thing with David Firth. Oh, like, yeah. Whoa. I think you scared me straight. <laughs> We're switching to smooth jazz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess uh, speaking of smooth jazz, on the music notes, what y'all bumping this week? What y'all, what y'all bumping? What music you bumping? Or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll go first. Yeah, why not? Um, 
I don't know. Started checking out some Oliver Tree. Okay. The, I don't know if you guys... He's kind of like the rap version of Eskimo Callboy. Just He's just weird as shit. Mm-hmm. Weird as shit. I back that. But it, it bumps, not going to lie. His name, Oliver Tree. Oliver Tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. he started as like some meme lord and then just started making music. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird as shit. I don't know if either of you guys are familiar with like uh, Tommy Cash. Uh, I, have a, I have a buddy named Tommy Cashman, but I don't know okay. Tommy Cash. <laughs> right, well, we're, we're done here. While the car's warming up, I'm gonna have to show you guys Tommy Cash. Hopefully, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you said, "Well, we're done here. We're warming up the car. We're checking it out right now. <laughs> we're going for a spin, boys." You just hear like like ten minutes worth of silence on the uh, podcast, and it's like we come back, we're like, "Damn!" Yeah, so we're only, <laughs> like, what the like fuck was that? Yeah, Fifty seconds into this thing, yeah, right. <laughs> Oh my god, it's still the podcast. <laughs> uh, Did uh, you hear the new Ed Sheeran song with Bring Me the Horizon? I haven't checked it out. Yeah, Bad Habits. So then it was pretty solid. That was pretty it was a lot better than I thought it was gonna I mean, be. That, Damn, I wish that I lit up that. some comment sections. Mm. That was oh, funny. Yeah. Yeah, a whole lot of gatekeepers being like, "This isn't metal. This is terrible." Oh my god, I hate that. It's like you, you realize like how good this is for the scene, right? Yeah, like even if you don't like it, like, <laughs> dude, a hundred percent. There's so many people trying to keep, like, trying to like keep this style of music out of like the 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 average music listener's ears, and it's like, why? Like, what? Yeah, like, why it's like, you yeah, don't to... worry, you can you can still hang out in your basement with. Your you know, whatever house. lo-fi black metal you found this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, we should we should all kind of be, I guess for lack of a better word, like, evangelical towards, like, the music that we like, where it's like, we love this so much, not a lot of people know about it or, like, are, are talking about it. Why not share it? Like, why keep it to ourselves? So, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking silly. But that's well, awesome. I'm so stoked for them for even, like, for that even being a collab. Like, Ed Sheeran, the, like the like one of the biggest deals and like and just like pop music these days and then a band that we all have listened to since like just grimy crusty like origin yeah. <laughs> days of, of pray for plagues and whatnot it's like holy crap look at where y'all have come <laughs> yeah right yeah absolutely insane yeah, that was in her like, uh don't know if anything's solid yet. So Cradle of Filth was trying to get in touch with Ed Sheeran to do something with him too. Yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting, dude. That'd be nuts. That'd, that'd be, be super insane. weird. Yeah, because like Bring Me the Horizon, I feel like is is it it's like a close enough pairing that Ed Sheeran and them make sense. Like still still like different enough, mm-hmm. but still close enough. Whereas like that would be such a massive juxtaposition. <laughs> I'd love to hear what they do in such a, I know, such a so scenario, sweet. though. That'd be <laughs> fascinating. So I was like a Jehovah's Witness with metal once. Uh-huh. You just go <laughs> knocking on people's doors like, yeah. have you heard about uh, the you yellow this, sign? Yeah. <laughs> you, you Excuse me, sir. Album? Do you have a moment to talk about deathcore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I did. But I was like all, you know, black, you know, black shirt, you know, black tie, uh-huh. black pants, yeah. black shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it, did that. it was all black, and then and then a white tie instead of the the black tie. So no, it was all black. <laughs> Just all black. It was all black. Yeah. Like, Wait, are you wearing a tie? I guess I am. It's black. <laughs> no, I did that. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, well, nice. Well, good on you for for, for for spreading the good word. Yeah, it. it I didn't actually do that, but um, <laughs> I mean, everybody I knew, I'd like try to get them to, into metal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everybody. 
I remember back when I was in a uh, back when I was in middle school for whatever reason. This is like the weirdest thing that we did, but like we'd like we'd have to hang out outside the school like before they'd actually like open up the doors and we could go in. So when we had a few minutes, we would just like be bumping like loud music and like starting push pits like out in front of the school. And I was like, why are we? I'm like, why do we do that? But it's like, all right, I don't know. We're just kind of starting off the day, right? It was like coffee for middle schoolers. Yeah, it's not right. a day. Teachers probably unless look out the window and be like, God damn it. These, these fucking idiot kids. <laughs> it's not a, a day unless days. somebody's laying on the concrete with blood pouring out of their fucking head. And that's what we figured. So, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how you start your day off. Fuck as, Folgers. We much. need blood. <laughs> <laughs> Do you folks like coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Whole stage just falls into the crowd, just <laughs> so kills so many people. <laughs> oh, God, classic. Guy gets burned. He's like all excited about it. I mean, he like scorched with this coffee. He's just, <laughs> just all excited. Literally about it. melted. Yeah. <laughs> My God. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> other than uh, other than that, Ed Sheeran, Bring Me the Horizon duo. What you what you bump in this week? If anything else, unless you had that on repeat. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, North Lane. As uh-huh. usual. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Uh, Just Node. on Shuffle, yeah. Yeah, and Shuffle, I guess. Yeah. Note is such a good album, man. I could listen to that. A lot of people hate it. I don't care. That's that that's crazy to me. That's so crazy to me. It's such a good album. Such right. a like perfect album in my opinion. Uh-huh. Some a lot people of people don't think that. A lot of people are like, fuck those guys, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> a lot of people are morons. A lot of people are morons. Ninety nine percent? Yeah, I mean, minus everybody who listens to this podcast, we're morons, but not for that reason. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, a little bit of Gojira, mm-hmm. churches, yeah, yeah. A little bit of synth fun in your in your life. Gunship. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, that's about it. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Good, good, good listening options. It's only Tuesday. So that's true. There's plenty. of... Yeah. There's so much more to go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My whole life has been a complete waste. Right. And there's so much more to go. <laughs> uh, so this week, so I've talked about it on the podcast before where I am super kind of scratching at, at, at just digging around trying to find music that's like a combination of kind of meat, like meat, meaty, like metal music or genty or, or anything of that kind of nature mixed with like world influence in it. And I okay. feel like and I feel like I had a like like just kind of random like ethnic instruments or whatnot thrown in. And I feel like I kinda had a couple scores this week. Uh so one, there was a new album that came out. I think it's called Rock Shock by uh Bloodywood. By Bloodywood. And dude, that album fucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one with the flute. Those, dude, those yeah. guys are pretty legit. Not gonna lie, dude. <laughs> those guys. It is. I those wasn't. Guys. I wasn't sure what to think about them. Like yeah. the first time I stumbled across them, uh-huh. it, it was mainly the rapper that kind of threw me off a little I'm, bit. I'm a. I'm completely in your corner on that. That that was like the that was the toughest thing for me to get over, especially considering like. And granted, like I I I would be no one to uh, kind of define what like Indian folk metal would be, but you hear like, you hear like folk thrown into anything and you figure it would be more so like kind of the traditional like instrumentation versus like a rapper (laughs) kind of, kind of in there. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's like, I don't say he sound, he sounds like he's kind of going off like Mike Shinoda's style. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fairly similar, but yeah. Uh, they're still good overall. They're fun to listen to. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. a change of pace from 
most of the stuff that's out there. Yeah. It's cool to start seeing them get a little recognition. Mm-hmm. Dude, hundred percent. I, uh, like going off your thought, I was a hundred, that was a hundred percent. Like the one thing that kind of had me like stop short when I first was listening to them, I was just like, Oh, they're rapping. Like I, like at first I was like, I could probably do without this, but then actually like after kind of getting more into it, I was like, I'm actually, this is pretty sick. Like having this in here. Uh, and then the thing that kind of like really just drew me in from the jump was, uh, the piccolo yeah just like like i played it for Doug oh yeah other. that flute there there was a uh, flute's th- called this song the song was uh well well they have like different different kind of instrumentation like that in all their songs but one song that stood out to me is called aj aaj yeah it's one uh, of their newer ones isn't yeah, it? They, yeah they just released the video for that one i think uh maybe like end of january or so and then their album actually just came out on the 18th uh but uh yeah it's got like the sit like whole song goes through like a couple of courses, a couple of verses. And then like first time ever you hear a, a freaking flute solo in the middle of a metal song. And it's like, Oh my God, this shit just rips. So goddamn hard. Right. <laughs> it's just like, even like most folk metal out there is very like Scandinavian mm-hmm. or something like kind of, power metally yeah and these guys just throw like just slammer riffs in yeah <laughs> like a more modern style with it it's pretty cool dude yeah and then they have another song donna donna don donna da i believe uh and that one has like some really cool like uh i need to, i need to like research what these instruments are that way i can find like some some like vsts of them too so that i can just kind of like write oh yeah that'd be sweet but uh like there's another one that's like kind of like a stringed. It's got to be like some sort of like gourd instrument or something like that, or a, like a like almost, a sitar. Maybe like something along the lines of sitar. Yeah, or something yeah like it that. looks yeah. like a gourd with like a three foot long Huge. neck. Yeah. on it. Yeah, I was just like, and I thought it was that at first, but like as I was hearing it, I was like, this sounds like it could be something different. Possibly, there's also like a million different things, but. I just, I love that kind of being peppered in throughout. It's just yeah. like, it adds so much. And honestly, like the parts where it's like a big, heavy, like breakdown or big, just heavy part in general. Mm-hmm. And then you throw that in, it like really likes, makes me just grip my teeth and I'm like, oh, this is sick. <laughs> it really, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and also those dudes are, to my understanding, like a hundred percent independent, which mm-hmm. is. Which is that much, Vito? <laughs> Vito, you have such a way, man. <laughs> to all the Bronzies out there, Vito, man, he just loves—he loves just stepping over wires and making everything just come crumbling down. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're all like they're self-produced. Like I think they were working on the whole thing themselves. I—I mm-hmm. I don't know what their situation in terms of like music videos are, but I'm sure they probably just kind of like facilitate the whole process and then just have other people come in for it. But yeah. Uh, but just killer work all around. So those guys are sick. Definitely check them out. Uh, to anyone that hasn't. And, uh, another band that kind of fits that, not a band, but an artist, I believe it's, I think I might've mentioned this last week too, but, uh, David Maxim mimic. Michik. Michik. That's yeah. it. Okay. Michik, dude. So cool. Like just the style in general, it just, there's one song in, particular i think it's damar do you know that one i don't know if i've heard that one yeah it's like it 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 honestly it's kind of cool when you come when you come across like somebody playing a style of music where you're like that is like kind of on the money like the style that i would want to be playing like Mm -hmm. like for a while uh 
because it's like this perfect like proggy genty kind of vibe guitar wise it's got cool like pretty instrumental like overtones to it and then the drums are like super saucy and doug as as you and i both share a, a love for it's got shit tons of ghost notes in it and it's just really really saucy in that regard so i love me some ghost notes something about ghost notes man they just they just really they do a lot they're they're so they're so subtle but they do so much it's like tabasco for the beat it's like Tabasco for the beat, man. <laughs> so a little extra sauce on top. Dude, heck yeah. It's like ghost pepper for the beat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like some ha. it's like some sriracha. <laughs> it's like a yeah, it makes you need a milk bidet after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> if you could see too much. <laughs> back to the milk bidet. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're this is happening, guys. <laughs> I thought we left that in the past. <laughs> um but yeah, so those have been those have been what I've been bumping on bumping on lately. So yeah, been good shit. Good like, listen. Yeah, yeah. And then just actually, just day to day work stuff. It's been a, uh, I guess I guess I've just been on a big like world music kick in general. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Doug walks in the other day and he's like, "What are you What are you listening to?" Like, uh, oh, he was like, "This is like soundtrack of like, uh, like." Like Chinese restaurant or something. Like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> but it uh, sounds so yes, nice. I heard this song at the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. When I was going to pick up. <laughs> you ever heard of uh, a Felix Martin? I don't think so. He's a no. Latin guitar player. Mm-hmm. Is, I'd say, kind of firmly within the metal community, but very, very Latin. Like flamenco Dude, guitar yeah. influence. Yeah, he plays this crazy ass like eighteen string guitar mm. that he's got like, or maybe it's sixteen, eighteen. I don't know. Lots of strings. Uh-huh. I was like, one of them he's got his regular fret hand wrapped underneath the bottom half of the guitar, and then he just reaches his top hand over the other top uh-huh. of the other half of the neck so it's like all tapping it's all tap that's yeah. sick let's see if i can find a picture of that thing real quick this dude heck thing's yeah. pretty nuts that's so dope i love i love more like the flamenco vibe within that too dude Vito, you and all the you and all these cables <laughs> yeah self-design okay 14 and 16 string guitars that's, 16, that's insane that's a lot that's a, that's so much to work with <laughs> yeah these abominations <laughs> i would find that intimidating i would find that super intimidating it's cool he plays the shit out of it yeah it's definitely worth a worth a listen do you you, have you ever spent much time on an eight string i I feel like i might have asked you this before but Uh, yeah i used to have one honestly i feel like i get along with an eight string a lot better than a six or a seven string okay honestly and like mainly is because you know an eight string you tune the if you just drop the bottom string down a step, you're in drop E standard tuning. So you essentially have just an extended standard tuning. Yeah. So you have like you're gonna be playing a bass in the same key as you're doing the melodies and okay. stuff in. So like <clears throat> my untrained, untheoried, self-taught ass. You don't know theory. Not really. Huh, no. I figured, I Nobody would've... does. It's made up. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a, a scam. It's, a myth. <laughs> it's just a it's, myth. It's Illuminati shit right there. Yeah. That's interesting. I, cause uh, you, cause no, you, I'm, you I'm pretty much hard. all self-taught. Yeah. That's that's sick. That's impressive. Like theory is is. 
like I love I love kind of getting on logic and trying to kind of fiddle around with stuff, but just like knowing what notes like technically go together well and having to take the time to know which is which is like always the trickiest part for me. So just to be in a position where even not knowing theory, like you're able to kind of kind of maneuver that process is impressive to me because it is super over my head and it's daunting for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just kind of a point like, I've been around instruments long enough and kind of know where the notes are. But like, just from time of experience, like, okay, I know, like, this sounds cool going over to this. Yeah. And switch from this key to this key, and it's okay. But, mm. yeah, beyond, like, super simple theory is I don't really know shit about yeah. it. Well, how many musicians do <laughs> you Play by feel, Borther. <laughs> It's it's actually that actually kind of poses an interesting thought. It's like this this will probably sound crazy, and I'll probably get like, no, nah, that's not right. But it's almost like it's not like the playing is dictated by the theory. It's more that the like theory is dictated just by the playing because it's like because then you figure out what kind of goes with one another instead of having like the set rules. And it I guess anyone could really kind of come up with their own their own approach to theory, like instead of having to like study it religiously, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. as long as you know what, what goes where and what doesn't sound bad together, then I guess you kind of crack the case anyways, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah it seems like, I love, like, super appreciate it. Love listening to super technical stuff, but I just can't compose it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any, weird fuckery with time signatures or anything that I come up with is entirely by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I want to, I like, I've even considered, cause there's like Udemy and whatnot. I've considered like going on that and just kind of getting an understanding of, of some small degree of, of theory. Cause I'd love to just like mess with that. I'd probably even want to just like pick up a piano and like assign that to weird sounds and logic and then just try Mm -hmm. to write stuff. And then, make it like really rhythmic that way I can just like drum along to it. I don't know. Just, I feel like it's, it's easier to learn those kind of things when you're just kind of like almost in like a sandbox environment where you're just kind of messing around instead of straightforward learning it. Yeah. That's honestly like my entire approach to songwriting. Yeah. I'm just to sit there. Most of the time I just load up some drum loop and like, I'm just going to noodle around with this until I come up with something that, I don't hate. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, heck yeah. Actually, like, how how, how do you, like, because, uh, like, you and I have been just kind of playing around with, with, like, throwing ideas back and forth, like, mm-hmm. you writing, and then I'll just throw drums on it. Like, what, is there, like, kind of a starting point, or is it really just that? Just, like, okay, like, I just have, like, pretty much a click or a drum track, and I'm just doing whatever over top of it? That's probably 90% of the time. Yeah. What it is. Name. <clears throat> A lot of times I try to record like like any little thing like if I'm doodling around I mean, most of the time I'm playing guitar like if I'm not like actually actively trying to write something I'm just sitting there with Netflix on and mm-hmm. playing around with my effect pedals. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's, okay, this sounds kind of cool. Then I'll record that little snippet and then probably come back to it later. Yeah. At some point or most of the time it's... <clears throat> I get stonewalled or just get total writer's block can't come up with anything like let me just see what i've got saved here mm-hmm. find some riff from a couple months ago like yeah, okay i'll fuck around with this yeah and then just start building on it mm-hmm. we were finding shit from years ago that one time 
Oh yeah, I remember, like, yeah. Holy if, fuck, dude, this <clears> like four years ago. If I still had my PC, there was a lot of stuff on there that yeah didn't make the switch. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> but yeah, oops. I'm like, I think the hardest thing, like for me, I'm I'm no songwriter. I just kind of like to noodle around and see what I can kind of figure out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like just from me kind of writing some ideas, I think the toughest thing for me is having one kind of cool sounding idea. And then knowing how to like get out of that and then move into a next section and like kind of create an AB kind of format and then, you know, yeah. give, it, give it some other pieces, so on and so forth. Like, mm-hmm. what what do you think, is it pretty much like you take that, that first approach that you did where you like wrote the first lick and apply it towards figuring out what the second lick's going to be? Or do you... Or is that is that kind of different from the, I'm sure it's different every single time you do it, but yeah, it's a, it's a little different. I mean, sometimes stuff will start flowing pretty organically, yeah, out of something, or yeah, it could even be <clears throat> like yeah, mess around with a little rev record that, then start going back through the other stuff. Be like, oh, this would sound really cool with this other riff over the top of it. Mm-hmm. And start messing around with that. Be like, oh, okay. And a little more of an idea starts fleshing out. Yeah, yeah. But I think the only thing that's really, the only thing that's really worked for me at this point in terms of trying to come up with different, like, different parts of a song has been mm-hmm. doing a a big just kind of like idea vomit in like one far uh, like four bar phrase, like knowing like what instruments am I going to have, like have it all stacked pretty much. And then do like an a reduction, do like a reduction and an addition based on like the parts of the song. Yeah. Like, and then it's also kind of easy. I guess it works in that way because it's like I'm lazy in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, <laughs> and and even in music because it's like I like uh, I don't know. I'm just lazy. <laughs> so it's like okay, have like one big idea, and then pick what kind of goes together for this one section, and then what goes together for this one section, and filter out. So. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I need to figure out other ways because, like, I haven't really, I haven't really done anything. I only have like, like two songs or anything like that. Yeah, like I just want to figure out ways that are efficient for people to like continue to to make make stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and like knowing like several different instruments does help with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so like, I find a lot of time like even like a uh, song we've been working on. I mean, yeah. it's like two riffs pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. But until I started bouncing it off of you a little bit and started getting some of the drums to fill in with the rest of the, you know, the guitar, you know, like it didn't really start totally fleshing out for me. And like once I started hearing a little more of a complete picture, then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, I, I think I know where to go with this. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and it's just kind of cool to see see like the different pieces of all that. So yeah, we just yeah. need to make a fucking beat down deathcore song, dude. Yeah. It's like kind of screechy. Yeah. It's got to be screech. You got to have screech. Yeah. Are you thinking like uh, uh, Knocked Loose Screech or... Oh! I can't do No, screech. not vocal screech. No, <laughs> no, that, 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 no that, that just sounds painful. Mike Ronica's screech. I know I, I know. I shit talked no. him last week. I'm going to shit talk him again. Maybe I'll make it a regular shit talking. <laughs> And then I'll come on the podcast in time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like screechy guitars. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, not, not yeah. vocals. Gotcha. No, that Micronica still sucks though. 
I mean, I'm re- sure regardless, <laughs> he's better than he used to be. But yeah, those first couple records were rough. <laughs> but yeah, so the screechy ah! guitars will do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no screeching vocals. That's yeah. No, that hurts. I I love like I'm a big fan of just uh, there's kind of like a, a common uh, not common but like a tried and true like band format where it's like a lot of chugginess and a lot of technicality in that. And then a lot of like, like nasty sounds, nasty, like screechy sounds just to kind of make it sound like beefy and, or just to make it sound violent, I guess more than anything else. Yeah. Like fan of, uh, like Swornin did that a lot. Like, like youth forever. I know I played for them, but like, I love that about them was just like having these nasty sounds over like big fat guitars, mm-hmm. um, like a, like Darko and whatnot where it's like, just br- like breakdowns with nasty sounds on top. Yeah. Tony Danza, dude. Dude, Tony oh, Danza. Yeah. yeah. Tony Danza is that shit, man. Those guys, those guys kind of kicked that whole thing off. Yeah, they really yeah. did. Yeah, they really did. That's a lot. That, I mean, that's a long time ago too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Electric Boogle is like one of the coolest. Uh, yeah, it was a, that was it, right? Yeah, that was an awesome album. Yeah, so good. It's good shit. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Gajira has like screechy guitars, but not like it's not. It's like a different kind of screech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get yeah, a. They, you they get just a, got that pick scrape though. Yeah, like yeah. the. It sounds like a laser beam. It's like like a harmonic sweep or something like that, right? Is that uh, what it is? Eh, I don't know. I've just always called it a scrape. Uh-huh. That, like metallic. I, 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 I think that's what it, I think that's like what people call it. Yeah. You remember uh, when every fucking deathcore band and their mother had a sweep in their song? Do, yeah. Like every, every song is like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. It, it was, it was always a slow a minor five string sweep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sweeps great again. Good old, good old shreddy sweep days. Yeah. They didn't suck when they were doing them. I thought I was like, "Damn, dude, that's so tight." No, it honestly was tight. There was like a, there was like a very, there was like a time where that was absolutely just like the thing. That, to that do. was seen as the peak of. <laughs> I think yeah, the only band that didn't do it was Whitechapel. Did they ever use sweeps like that? Not. I don't know if they not ever did. the way most right bands did. Like the the something that comes to mind for me when I to think of early deathcore with a sweet picked solo is a uh, Chelsea Grin had a ton of them. Yeah. I'm thinking of oh God, what is it? Is that suicide silence song seconds till the end pull mm-hmm. the, or what's it going to be? Oh, pull the trigger, pull the trigger bitch. bitch oh, yeah. God, what, what's the name of that one? Is that oh, unanswered? I can't coward. I think. No pity for or, a coward. Yeah. No yeah, pity. yeah. 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 yeah the, the little yeah. solo at the end of that, that's like the iconic <laughs> like deathcore sweep. Danny Warsnop video. Of him playing with Suicide Silence? I know. I was like, He's where never, the fuck is this He been? was never that good before, and he was not been that good after. Right. <laughs> he just busted out this whole other level of scream. Yeah. Kyle and I I've just never like heard from each him. other. It's like, what the oh, fuck, like, dude? I know. Christ. We went and watched this one. Like, yeah, this probably isn't going to be great. And they were sitting there like, this was like the best one in the whole show. What the fuck? <laughs> Besides Phil, yeah. Besides Phil. Yeah. Randy Bly was pretty good too. He was all right. Yeah, yeah. he did that all right. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I think of iconic, iconic metal sweeps, I think of uh, y'all know the song "It's Not Safe to Swim Today" by uh, by Vale of Maya. It's like it's like common oh, man's yeah, class. Oh yeah, earlier. I'm it's a like, post Brandon Butler Vale of Maya <laughs> fan. Dun, dun, dun. 
<laughs> oh yeah? You, yeah, that's where the buck stops. Yep. Oh man, you're missing out then. They had some good shit back then. They still have great. They still have great shit. It's not even like a better or worse thing. It's just they were definitely a little more raw and experimental. Yeah, they were. In the they early were days. Yeah, but They're, yeah, I'm I'm not a huge fan of Brandon Butler's vocals compared it, to um, uh, Lucas Lucas's. Remember yeah, that video they made. This guy made fun of the the riff. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Like they they were roasting him. Uh-huh. And he's like, and then they like put that. They like put a sample that in the song, like right for this breakdown. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> you guys never saw that? Uh-uh. No, that oh, was so fucking funny. Yeah, no, but I mean, those guys do like to make fun of themselves, or at least acknowledge the. They're kind of self meme jokes. Uh, I remember, like shortly after uh, Lucas was announced to join the band, and they put out um, Mikasa. Yeah, video for that. That album's awesome. Came out like there's oh, always a, awesome. a criticism of. Um, God, I'm blanking everybody's names. What's their guitarist's name? Mark uh, Okubo. Yeah. yeah. There's all this criticism around him not being able to play his stuff live, but then it sounded like just absolutely fucking nuts on the recording. Yeah. So they made this whole video. It's like welcoming Lucas into the band, but then he finds out that Mark's a robot, so Mark <laughs> kills him. <laughs> <laughs> they're one of my favorites. Yeah, they're, they're, they're I'm, solid. I'm starting yeah. to get a little pissed that they haven't put out an album in like... A while, four years. <laughs> yeah, has it been that long? Yeah, I'm pretty sure False Idol was 2017. Yeah, you might be right there. Yeah. Actually, I don't blame you for not liking their old vocalist too, because like, like they were t- like I had to be in a special mood, otherwise his lows would make my stomach hurt. <laughs> like they're low, low. Well, it's kind of the same thing. They were sick like, live though. They were. With, yeah. um, I saw them with. Uh, let's see what tour was it. Whitechapel was out on tour for um, New Era of Corruption. Mm-hmm. Right after that came out, and they, it was Chelsea Grin, uh, Vale Maya, and who was the other, some other band. Uh, that was the first time I'd ever even heard of Vale Maya, and I was just sitting there watching it the whole time, like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Right. <laughs> yeah. I got I got to direct support them in Born of Osiris and like that oh, was yeah. probably the best like the best show that I like because I've seen Vale Maya a good handful of times but that one was just mm-hmm. like holy smokes because it was just like awesome venue awesome sound so like they, they had always kind of come up in in these like kind of shittier venues and then we I saw that like the venue we were at was the Wire in Chicago and mm-hmm. it's like so much better so it's like oh sweet you can actually like fully like respect all the sound that's going on with this band right now. It does their their talent justice? Yeah, so. it's like Marcus and Adrian. Dude, Marcus you know. is just leaps and downs ahead. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and like it's it's like Spencer Satello like replacing, you know, Chris Barreto in mm-hmm. Periphery. See, I'm actually, uh, I wouldn't actually no. Uh, I feel like. I feel like I'm pretty even keeled between the two of those, actually. I think Chris is way better in Monuments than he was in Periphery. I agree. Well, no, you, yeah. you and I talked about this, right? Didn't didn't we say that Chris Barreto is perfect for Monuments? Perfect even, for Monuments. Even over, even over current lineups. <laughs> I, I feel like it. Oh, was. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And no, that's, listen, listen. Yeah. I love Andy That's Sizek, no knock okay? to him. Yeah, yeah no, no. Like he, like, he is top three right now. Uh-huh. But, like, you cannot beat... Chris Barreto in on Monument. the Emanuensis. Oh, dude, you yeah. cannot beat that. That is like <laughs> that's that, a god tier album, right, right there. Yeah. It'll like 
I saw in the comment section on because uh, they were talking about their new album in a post mm-hmm. a couple days ago on Facebook. Mine yeah. was, mm-hmm. and this guy's like, "Oh man, I just you know I hope it's as good as uh, Amanuensis." And I was like, uh, or I didn't say it, but they did. They're like, well, that's always going to be here if we think you'll like this album. And I was like, finally, somebody fucking mm-hmm. says it like that. It's like, uh, uh, album's always going to be there. That's like a mad, mad respect for that, actually. And, and that's yeah. never going to be topped Yeah, in Monuments. Like, they will never, I mean, never say never, but like, that album is like perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Second it, one to the end of the album. And then it also becomes a matter, too, like, with them being this far along the line, uh, it's like, it's almost like there's gonna be a lot of albums that cater to, like the 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 niche style of metal that like, kind of their their following is mostly comprised of, and now any of the stuff that they do now has to kind of cater towards maybe like trying to hone as much of that while while striving towards a like more popular accessible style. Uh, it just since they're kind of further along at this point, and it kind of means a departure from like that style from back in the day. So it's like, it's like, all right, yeah, like we, we get it. That's still there. Like have at it, but we just got to kind of go this direction to do our thing. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't want them to touch that anyway, or like do a remaster or anything. Yeah. Maybe a remaster, but yeah, no, no re-recording or Mm -hmm. it's just a perfect fucking album. And and like a few weeks ago, we were talking about underrated bands Mm -hmm. or was it last week? Yeah. And we didn't even touch on this. Touch on monuments. Yeah. And like Monuments is probably the most underrated metal band. Well, as good as they are, as long as they've been around, like I don't know if they just keep having entirely shit luck or what it is, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, they they deserve to be so much bigger yeah. than they are. If they had a guy like Misha in that band, they would be huge. They'd mm-hmm. be like god tier. Yeah, I think that might even just be their biggest thing is like knowing how to just like because because we were talking about this to some extent like maintaining consistency as well as as like marketing themselves because like misha is awesome at that just being his his shitpost meme lord persona that he is (laughs) it works (laughs) (laughs) he's got it on lock yeah so uh but uh, actually on the under on the underrated bands talk one that that you and i have been listening to a bunch this past week that like we didn't touch on one we were talking about underrated bands, Greeley Estates. Oh yeah, dude, Greeley yeah. Estates, yeah. massively underrated. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They kind of did that Bring the Horizon thing, but like they, they just yeah. didn't get nearly as far. Yeah, they haven't been a band for like what? It's probably been like five, six, seven years. Yeah, it's been a bit, but yeah, they they kind of had a similar thing where it was kind of like every album was different than the one prior, and and they just never really kind of caught, never really just caught on to a lot of listeners but they were awesome so totally yeah Probably. totally underrated dude yeah 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 so. no rain no rainbows a fucking that album slaps dude mm-hmm. yeah yeah it it goes hard that good shit yeah what is what else like i i when it comes to underrated metal bands like i think monuments is like the number one most underrated metal band it's it's interesting though because like for all of the kind of like diehard proggies and, and gent listeners, it's like, they're all super, super on board with monuments. It's just like, they, they just haven't really branched out of that like niche. Yeah. They're just like very narrow. And by niche, I mean the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
You know what I mean? Like it's hundred percent. But like the the Emanuensis, that that album is just perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it. I mean, I've never like looked at chart numbers or anything, but I, it can't have done that well. Yeah, because they. I mean, they. That was their second album after Gnosis. Yeah, and. I think they had massive lineup changes after that album, mm-hmm. like because they yeah, didn't have new Chris. Singer. Yeah, yeah. But, um, was Ollie? I don't even think Ollie Steele was on Gnosis. Hmm. Is it Gnosis? Gnosis. I think it's. I thought Gnosis. it was Gnosis. I always heard it as Gnosis. I just, I, just, I just I'm wasn't a fucking sure. idiot, so I don't know. I mean, we're all dipshit idiots here. I never even knew how to pronounce Amanuensis. Or. And I, I that, pronounce it as the Amanuensis for the longest time. I, say I never saw that album. second N in it. Amanuensis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? That, I think I said this last time too, but that's part of the problem. Yeah, they, Their albums are fucking impossible. <laughs> what is it? Gnosis. 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 Okay. I had that well, one right. What's the fucking G then? Get hey, that fucking G shit out of here. While you're at it, would you mind hitting up the, the Amanuensis? I'm just... Like I, I trust you wholeheartedly, but I'm just I'm just <laughs> Don't curious. Trust me. <laughs> I trust you with my life, but a little less with this gonna... this person here. <laughs> American English. Okay. Oh, bingo! Look at that okay. shit. I was on, baby, because I'm the smartest guy in the room all the time. I'm a fucking idiot. That's like being the the, the tallest veto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taller than you, punk. Don't forget it. Take that. Hey, but dude, I'm proud of myself on that one. Yeah, that was the gnosis thing, though. That was like, I feel stupid. No, I mean, you got the hard one, so yeah. Apparently not. (laughs) Not Amanuensis. Gnosis? The G's fucking silent? You kidding me? Gnome spelled G N O M E. It could have been like like gnocchi, where it's like gnosis. I've always said gnome. Not really dumb fucking like gnome. It's like, oh fuck, man. Genomes. Doug, we're gonna have to. No, not genomes. No, it's gnomes. Gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> the G and the E are silent. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, man, that's funny. But hey, yeah. Nailed that shit. Yeah. I don't know what it means, though, so let's look up what it means. Yeah, I'm kind of curious what that means. I think it's like. Uh... I'm not even going to guess. Fuck it. A made-up word by a prog metal band. A literary (laughs) or artistic assistant, in particular, one who takes dictation or copies manuscripts. That makes that album way cooler. That's kind of neat. Like an assistant that just writes all your shit down. It's like a... uh, Kind of like he's telling the story of the whole album. Yeah, I I think think that's kind of what it was, the... uh, like a stenographer type situation. The whole album's <laughs> written about the, I think it's called the samsara, samsara. cycle. It's, it's like some cy- Hindu of life, circle right? of life. Yeah. 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 It's like a story of like, it's used that like samsara, like samsara, like cycle idea. And it like kind of tells it through the perspectives of a Sam and a Sarah, I believe yeah. it was right. Which I guess like, like starts like, like an alpha and omega moment. Like, I the creator, then I the destroyer at right. the end. Yeah. Which one of those songs do you like more? Oh, man. I like I the destroyer. Alpha. Oh, the, the destroyer. I heard, I heard destroyer. The destroyer. Yeah, I yeah. think I think I the destroyer. It's just, it's so fucking heavy. What's th- I think my favorite two overall on the album are Origin of Escape, though, and um, 
city. What's the first word in that? So, uh, it's written Saga City. Saga city. Mm-hmm. Or Sagacity. Well, it's written pronounced. Saga City. Yeah. But I think that's it's what that was based on is like Sagacity. sagacity. Is yeah. A, yeah. I know more. I think I would know more off of Gnosis than Emanuesis, actually. You know, y'all know, oh, yeah. y'all know Quasi, uh, Quasimodo? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah. When, it, when it just. Just like biggest drop. I love it. Oh, that yeah, shit. dude. Yeah. Yeah, that whole album is a. Yeah, yeah. There's not a bad it, moment on it. The only thing I wish I would have done uh-huh. is this. One complaint. This is it. Let's hear it. Don't put the live tracks on it. Release as a separate edition. Oh, do they? Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it has it has live tracks on the back end. Oh, okay. I gotcha. thought that was like a deluxe. No, I think version. it's just the standard version. Yeah, because it it even came. I had that CD somewhere, and it was even on that. I think. Oh, really? I, I think I started yeah. listening to that album like after the Spotify days kind of started up. So it's like I kind of had this selection of album versus buying the right the full album. No, I mean I didn't hear them until Spotify, but I still went and bought the CD. Mm. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure those are like eh, yeah, included it on say the deluxe or anything. So yeah, yeah, eh, yeah. I guess you're right. Mm. But do that. I mean that. Yeah. Quasimodo's good. I fucking love that song. Uh, Saga City's good. Um, Horcrux is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm grabbing my phone so I can just look at look at some of these names because really I can't remember anything. Elevator music. Yeah, I got him. All right, we're gonna do some live. The Alchemist. Spotify searching. Is it even like the, the last Alchemist track? Alchemist is good, dude. Yeah. That's a fucking great song. Let's see how long it takes Spotify to open. Because it's the shittiest app in the fucking world. Gin is a good <laughs> song. Gin, yeah. I even like, as mellow as it is, I really like uh, Samsara, the closing track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just. It's kind of like the redemption almost. Right. Yeah, like of like the whole cycle. Yeah, just bring yeah. it back around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect album. Perfect. Like, yeah, you, it's just Garden of Sankara is good too. Mm-hmm. That that's the one that's like all clean. I think. Right. Pretty sure that one's all clean. I think. Yeah, my man. I need to go back and listen to that album again. It's been a while. It was one of those that I definitely over listened. <laughs> no such thing. On that album, no way, no fucking way. Yeah, I need to, I need to go back and check all this out. It's been the longest time since I've listened to these guys. They also have like a really gritty, like I like the general distortion of their sound too. It sounds just like kind of, kind of like scratchy. Kinda, yeah, it's not like yeah. overly processed mm-hmm. entirely. I feel like a lot of their tightness just comes from John Brown's picking technique. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you ever like watched any videos of him playing. Oh, yeah. Like, dude's got the that dude's tightest picking hand I've ever seen. Yeah, like, I think he get, gives insane. Hatfield a run for his money. Yeah, if he's, he's, he's if better, not better he's, than he's Hatfield. better than Hatfield. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because Hatfield's and Metallica, and who cares? I mean, he's my favorite guy. <laughs> they, Metallica, they have passion. But John Brown's <laughs> okay. better. At picking. I'm just kidding. I'm just they're the here. best because of the passion. <laughs> No, Passion the, all over the steel snare. They're they're the best because they're drummer. I got a real bone to pick with your brother Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we all give him shit about that consistently. <laughs> Me and Caleb were standing there when he said that. It was like, and we just looked at each other. You said, like, it. You said it. Is Who's he fucking the best, best kidding me right now? Like, we're both like, dude, you're a drummer. 
<laughs> You're a fucking drummer. So like, what are you doing? But see, now he knows it's a troll. I know. And dude, he just he up, just man. stands stands by it. Yeah, it just holds Very, his ground on that. Yeah. We created a monster. He's like, I'll die on this hill. <laughs> he will too. Yeah. yeah. Some kind of monster, you say? Yeah. <laughs> you say? Some kind of monster. <laughs> He's <laughs> Dad jokes. He's the best because of the passion. It's like what? It's like Matt Garska has a lot of passion, dude. Matt, you, know, ever, you ever look at him? Like, as as we were, as I was getting like getting the mic set up for this, I was watching uh because they just put out, they just did like a they just put out like a lot of their new music or at least some stuff, and uh, it's Gordian Knocked, I believe, is the name of one of their new songs, and it was a video of Matt Garska playing, and I'm like, well, I quit. I'm done. This, is, this isn't worth it anymore because that's what people are doing these days and I can't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he's all these super technical people. That's why I'm just getting into Doom mm-hmm. and Shoegaze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually like, I kind of, I kind of, <laughs> I, I actually really love that for, I love that about like the capability of guitar is like, if you don't feel like, if you don't feel like, if you don't feel like or aren't inspired to do something shreddy or like really technical, then you can kind of just like shift focus and be like, okay, look at all these like cool pedals I have in front of me. What sounds <laughs> do they make? You know, yep. and just start like kind of like messing with with, oh, with tone instead. Pedals are such a problem. Uh huh. Definitely a growing addiction of mine. <laughs> I was a uh, I I like I grabbed hold of uh, Doug's guitar like probably a week or two back and I just fed it into Logic and just tried to see like what kind of sounds I could produce just processing it through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, came with like a basic gent tone that I just kind of like ripped off this dude like in a YouTube video. Uh-huh. But it's like, it's super cool just like if you have like access to, to just this and then a guitar and an interface, it's like you can get so many sounds through that and I just love oh, it. Yeah. I just think it's like... I'm considering getting a guitar. I have been for a little bit, and I mm-hmm. it'll probably be a year before I before I actually do it. Just knowing my purchasing habits, but uh-huh. uh, or lack thereof. <laughs> but when that time comes, yeah, like that fucking iPhone. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, get it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Jesus Christ. But like, <laughs> I know that when I do get my hands on a guitar, it's going to be just like me playing mostly with like rhythm. And like some really basic melodies and just a bunch of tone work just cause like, mm-hmm. just cause I can't play guitar for shit. So like, I might as well see what I can do and making some cool yeah, sounds. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That's cool. Cool mm-hmm. thing about plugins. Let's start a GoFundMe for Zach's iPhone. No, I don't, I don't want your charity. I'm not a part of your system. <laughs> you ever listen to black tongue? Actually, I haven't listened to them a whole lot. And that's funny because like right before I got into Youth Forever, they were touring with them, and they're like good friends with them. But I just never really kind of had a had much of a reason to check them out. Kyle can back me up on this. Black Tongue is fucking sick. Yeah, yeah Black I, Tongue's dope. I hear only good. Only I was good listening about them. to them a little, little bit today. Dude, mm-hmm. they're doomy, dude. Yeah, like sludge. Like, ugh. did y'all ever listen to the Yellow Sign? Mm-mm. I saw it once though. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but those guys are also sludgy as fuck. They're they're like way throwback, probably to like like when we were in late high school, probably. Oh so yeah, they're like way back. Way, Remember Doctor Acula? Oh my god, I forgot about. I I never listened to them, but I like 
they kind of ran in similar circle, circles to the music that I listened to. Morgan and I you were throwing that, right? back a little Dr. Acula last night. Yeah. That's good shit, dude. Yeah. Did y'all... Shocker uh, on Shock Street. <laughs> uh, do y'all know I set my friends on fire? This is like a total oh, yeah. like segment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the... Uh, when we were young festival, I guess like their their domain expired, and then uh, I set my friends on fire, like stole it out from underneath them, or not stole it out, but bought it out from right underneath them, and it just now points to their Facebook page, or at least like uh-huh. last time I tried, I'm just like, dude, heck yeah, <laughs> way to just jack that from them. Yeah, it's like, well, didn't they? What what was it like? They were like super bummed out that they weren't on the lineup, and then they were just doing everything possible to get on the lineup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just shit posting shit. about it endlessly. Like, guys, guys, get us on here! Like, come on! <laughs> and they're like, eventually like, fine, we're just going to show up and have our own festival in the parking lot. Fuck you! <laughs> I just want to do it. They're like, they're like trolls to begin with, and for them uh, to fall into an opportunity like that is just like this. Just is. All too perfect, considering your your track record of of trolldom, you know. Right. So I just love that. <laughs> Fucking love that shit. But yeah, what other what other bands' music thoughts? Especially yeah. thoughts. I think I'm out of thoughts. Maybe we should just kick it to the uh, coffee thing. Oh yeah, question for you all: Do you folks like coffee from the hills of Columbia? Do you folks like coffee? No, that's he's more of a. Do you folks like from the hills of Colombia? Do you folks like coffee? <laughs> <laughs> do you folks like coffee? Because we got some. So, Doug, I'll, I always forget the, the URL for this. I know the. So you'll have to refresh me. Where so do I go to find Bronze Storyline coffee? coffee Roasters? Okay, I didn't know if it was specific. specific. <laughs> Dot com. It's spiffy. Check my eyes. <laughs> Am I okay? <laughs> Storyline Roasters. Go grab yourself Storyline some. Storyline Coffee Roasters. <laughs> this is why I'll leave it up to you. StorylineCoffeeRoasters.com. Go to the store. Scroll around a little bit. You'll see our fucking sweet-ass fucking logo. Check it out. Buy some coffee. We got a store that also sucks, but buy some shit anyway. <laughs> It's on bonfire.com. I checked. The discount code is broken. So you have to pay full price this week. Oh, so so the discount code this week is broken. No, I'm just kidding. It's actually broken. Yeah, it's all <laughs> jacked up. So. so, But you can still find Sick Threads over there. And it's bonfire.com slash store slash bronze metal. Can so, confirm. So go there and buy a thing. Buy two things. Hell, buy one of everything. That's what I. That's what we need. Buy each of the things. These microphones don't feed themselves. Yeah, Vito. Vito needs dog food, and if y'all don't buy shit, he's not gonna get any. <laughs> did we just ruin this episode of this part? I feel like we did. No, we ruined it when I said bronzies. True. Okay, so yeah, you start. You start us off on the downhill. It's pretty much ruined. Yeah. <laughs> But Bronzies, now you know how to support us in what we're doing here. We're obviously working very hard. So keep <laughs> keep uh, supporting <laughs> us in any way, shape, or form possible. And thank you all for listening. And keep listening to metal music because metal music's metal as fuck. That's what we always say. Never said that before. But until next time with Bronzies, this has been your favorite third-rate podcast, Bronze Metal Podcast. Bye. <laughs>